inspired by a galaxy far, far away, you're listening to Force Fan Podcast. I saw someone on Twitter uh, tweet that they were like, really, there should be like an episode 10. And they should have just made it like an even 10 episodes, like a trilogy plus one. <laughs> so maybe secretly in the back of my mind, I'm hoping that they'll actually be like a surprise to be continued. And then we'll <laughs> get episode well, 10. Well, <laughs> technically, uh, I mean, you know, we got Rogue One and then we got Solo. So technically it's like, you know, 11 movies. <laughs> Yeah, okay, but those aren't the saga movies. No, no, I'm just saying technically, you know. <clears throat> <laughs> but yes, uh, anyway, that's for later, but here we are talking about The Last Jedi, everybody's favorite Star Wars movie, the movie that... <laughs> that nobody it, talks about. The one that nobody talks about <laughs> ever on the internet. Nope. Even two years later, you know, the forgotten Star Wars movie. Yeah. <laughs> there was a movie that came out in 2017 about Star Wars. I uh, wouldn't know it. No, <laughs> well, you know, we, you know, I, 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 I'm a casual Star Wars guy. I just, I don't really <laughs> a casual it... guy with a Star Wars. Podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for it to show just up casual. on Disney Plus. You know, I know it's on Netflix, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm waiting for Disney Plus. Yeah, December 26th, so or 27th, maybe. Thank you very much. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll watch it then. <laughs> <laughs> ah, but for real, The Last Jedi. Right off the bat, I love The Last Jedi, Cat Ray. Yes. Do me you too. love um, The Last Jedi? Yes. I do. I do last, love The Last Jedi. In fact, I remember coming out of that movie the first time I saw it and just being like, holy crap. Like, that was so good and so different from anything we'd seen in Star Wars before. Um, and I still stand by that and I still like the movie. Fantastic. Uh, so yeah, but I just, I remember this movie felt so different from anything we had previously seen. Yeah, that's, uh, this, it was definitely a weird, uh, experience initially. It, it, it challenged <laughs> me the first night. Mm-hmm. I remember walking out of the theater feeling different than what I usually you know, by this point, we had had two releases. We'd have The Force Awakens and Rogue One. I yes. walked out of both of those films with similar emotions. The Last mm-hmm. Jedi was very different in that regard. And, I've, and I, I even wondered to myself, did I like this movie? Because I'm not feeling that way. But then I couldn't stop thinking about it. Yes. I just kept thinking yeah. and thinking. I stayed up like, just thinking about what I had seen. And I'm like, oh, my God. Something different happened. We were... yeah, yeah, I swear that we were on our text thread that we have as a group until I don't know, it must've been like midnight or 1am or something Mm -hmm. just texting about it because it's, it's, it was one of those movies that you really had to like ruminate about and think about. Yeah. I mean, literally like I think my brain, like I think I stayed up until 1am or something like I didn't, you know, I saw the movie (laughs) earlier in the evening, but then it was like, I just, I couldn't stop thinking about it. Yeah, I mean, it's not to say the Star Wars hasn't made us think before, but The Last Jedi is the first Star Wars film that I think demanded your attention. Like, hey, you're going to think about me, and you're going to come <laughs> up with thoughts. 
<laughs> that you're gonna put online. But uh, yeah, so getting a little bit ahead there. But uh, so, what was your opening night experience with the Last Jedi? Okay, so in the last minisode about the Force Awakens, we talked about how I had to wait two weeks to see <laughs> the movie in the theater because uh-huh. I was insistent on seeing it at the same theater. So when The Last Jedi was coming out, I was like, I don't care what it takes. I am going to see this opening night at the Cinerama. We're doing it. So I think the similar, and I, The Force Awakens must have done the same thing. Um, but the tickets dropped, you know, on a Monday during Monday Night Football, I assume. Mm-hmm. Same as it has, you know, was with The Rise of Skywalker just recently. And the Cinerama, where I've seen all of the Star Wars movies, um, they were offering a, not two for one, but basically they had a package where you could get your tickets for The Last Jedi and before that, rewatch The Force Awakens. And it's just, you know, it's going to be in December. And I was like, eh, this is my Christmas present to myself. <laughs> so <laughs> I I quickly ran it by my husband, uh, Aaron, and I was basically like, hey, I'm doing this thing. And Merry Christmas to me. Uh, I bought them. So <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, he was like, uh, oh, OK, all right. Um, (laughs) so for The Last Jedi, I actually, we went and saw a showing of The Force Awakens, and then we got to stay, uh, and see The Last Jedi on opening night, and (laughs) this, (laughs) just to show you how committed I am, um, I bought the, you know, we bought the ticket several months in advance, right? Right. Well, we get, you know, closer to the holidays and my kids are in preschool and it turns out that when is my children's Christmas program that they are performing in? Uh, it is I Thursday night. I think I vaguely remember this. <laughs> the, n- <laughs> the night that The Last Jedi came out. <laughs> and I was like, well, I spent a ridiculous amount of money on these tickets um, and it's Star Wars, so we're going to see Star Wars. So I missed my children <laughs> performing <laughs> in their very first Christmas, co- <laughs> very first Christmas concert, uh, <laughs> to see a Star Wars movie because that's just the great mom that I am. And I'm sure someday they will hold it against me, but probably <laughs> I don't, re- I don't really regret it. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. So it was almost a complete 180 experience from my experience with The Force Awakens. Um, And I'm really glad that I saw it opening night. (laughs) That's fantastic, Kat. (laughs) That is so good. (laughs) It's like, oh, how things have changed in the two, two intervening years. I was like, yeah, that's okay. They'll have another Christmas concert. Um, <laughs> and they did. So, and you went to that one though, right? Uh, yes, I. <laughs> okay, I did go to that. There was no Star Wars, so no, I went to that <laughs> one. <laughs> oh, that's too good. Um, you know, I, I, the Last Jedi experience for me—it's uh, just pretty much mirrors one for the Force Awakens. The hype was there. Uh, mm-hmm. Disney and Lucasfilm were making sure you did, knew there was a Star Wars movie coming out soon. Oh, yeah. 
The only difference this time around, though, was the type of hype. So with The Force Awakens, I was like, new Star Wars. All right. New Star Wars in forever. Awesome. And for me specifically, The Last Jedi, which when they released the title for that movie, The Last Jedi, is like, whoa, that is such a good title. It's simple, provocative. Mm-hmm. Wow. I want to watch this movie. What is this movie going to be about? The Last Jedi, Luke Skywalker was in the end of the last movie. Okay, this is going to be good. This is going to be really, really good. And uh, that was my biggest thing. Just Luke Skywalker. We're going to see him again. We left with him. And then that title. So, yeah, everything else after that, that's just the type of hype. But the, the experience itself was pretty much the same, except that this time I bought the tickets the moment they dropped. So <laughs> yes. we have the best seats in the house, right? Yes. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the experience itself watching the movie was more memorable than the hype and thinking about it in retrospect. Yeah, yeah I think you're right. I mean, so I, because I didn't get to experience The Force Awakens on opening night, um, I did with Rogue One, which we'll talk about at a different point. But um, so this was like the first saga movie that I got to see on opening night and the crowd reaction was just insane. You know, people, a lot of people had done the double feature and, um, you know, there's a lot of anticipation. I just remember the, the audience reactions to the last Jedi were so gratifying, I guess, you know, everybody, I feel like, you know, when Leia and the command deck got Mm -hmm. blown out into space, like everybody is holding their breaths. And then when Haldo hits the light speed and blasts through the First Order cruisers, the entire theater was silent. Silent. Like you you could have heard a pin drop had there been, you know, hardwood floors. Like (laughs) no nobody made a noise. So it was so cool because then when I went back and rewatched it two more times in the theater, the re- the reactions were much different, right? It was later um, and they definitely weren't the same. You know, the crowd was a lot more sparse and stuff. So, um, so getting that kind of like opening night and being able, one, to revel in that myself, um, not being spoiled, not knowing what was going to happen, uh, it was great. I mean, I, lo- I loved it. Is it fair to say that the first time you watched The Last Jedi, opening night, The Last Jedi, was it fair to say that it was a one-of-a-kind viewing experience for you? I think so. I mean, we'll see how The Rise of Skywalker goes. Right. But, um, you know, that's going to have a little different flavor to it, too. So, yes, I mean, I would say that The Last Jedi is kind of its own unique viewing experience for me for sure um just on a just on a lot of different levels um you know kind of my my involvement in fandom at that point what i was feeling being able to be there on opening night in the theater that i loved you know there's there's just a lot of little bits to that puzzle that kind of came together to make it this really cool thing, you know, being able to do a double feature, all that jazz. So for sure, yeah, it definitely, to me, that's probably got to be so far one of my most memorable Star Wars experiences of seeing it for, you know, seeing a Star Wars movie for the first time in the theater. 
It's also the first one we saw as a trio, as a we had been podcasting for a few it months is. by that point. Yes, yes, we, <laughs> yeah, about nine months, I think, eight or nine months, and so yeah, it was the first one that we all all got to see together and then text crazily about once we got out, <laughs> which was, I think, mostly incoherent. I was like, oh my God. Blah, blah. It was mostly just raw, <laughs> unfiltered reactions without any like clear message, just blah, blah, as a text. <laughs> Pretty much. But yeah, so I will say that added a, a certain new flavor to it too that I really liked. I didn't have that with The Force mm-hmm. Awakens. I didn't have that with Rogue One. Last Jedi was the first time I tasted it. I'm like, I like this. I like the. I like this flavor. I like this in my Star Wars food viewing experience. <laughs> Got that again with Solo, and here we are getting it again with the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, really, really. I think it's cool flavoring. Yeah, I think it's a lot of fun to have people you can almost immediately turn around to and like info dump all of your emotions and reactions to because I mean it's the same like when I saw the the Force Awakens and Rogue One previously you know I saw them with Aaron and you know we talked about it but he is not the the Star Wars fan right. that I am and a bunch of my friends um you know hadn't necessarily seen them like Rogue One I went opening night so um, not everybody had seen it yet. And so I was like, huh, who can I talk to that's not Aaron? You know, like where <laughs> who can I talk to that's yeah. gonna understand? Who can I word what vomit with? Right yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally get that. So so it was it was great to be able to like almost immediately after <laughs> the movie was over, be like, blah, blah, word vomit via text. Uh <laughs> so favorite part then. Um, I, well, so, or, mo- or most memorable you know, part, stereotypically, like there are so many moments in the last Jedi that I really love. Probably my favorite part is the fight in the throne room, just because I was ultra proud of myself. We had done our, we had done a speculation podcast about the last Jedi and what we thought <laughs> might happen. And I made a very off the cuff, like it wasn't actually like one of my official um, uh, speculations, but I was like, I wonder what if, you know, what if Snow dies and we get to the throne room (laughs) and he gets cut in half by the lightsaber. And I was like, oh, my God, (laughs) like freaking out. And like the music is swelling and the lightsaber flies across the room. Oh, that moment. Ray grabs it in that moment. And you've got this huge. Oh. So that was probably that was probably hands down my favorite moment in that movie. However, I think um, just kind of from like the hell yeah, uh, like this is awesome moment from an emotional. So I'm going to kind of do do this in two parts from an Mm -hmm. emotional moment. um, I actually think the the part where Leia uses the force to bring herself back into the cruiser. So obviously this was after Carrie had died. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at the time, you know, no one knew how it was, how she was going to be portrayed in the last Jedi, you know, she'd done her filming, but we didn't know if they had changed, you know, what right. was going to happen. And I remember when they, when they, the control room blows up and everybody was, you know, expelled into space I like I think I stopped breathing 
because I was like, oh, oh my God, like they, they killed her. Like this is how it ends. This is, and I was like on the verge of tears. And then you get the music and you see her hands start to move and she pulls herself back into the cruiser. And then I was like full on crying because to me like that, that was what we didn't get. Like Carrie had died. Carrie was not coming back. We, you know, we'll get to see some Carrie in The Rise of Skywalker, but this was like, you know, this was kind of her last, not, I don't want to say her last hurrah because we will see her, but, you know, and it, it just felt so, that was her so giant powerful moment to have that trilogy. moment. Yeah, that was like her giant moment and she got to use the force, like actively use the force. And so I think like emotionally, that moment probably resonated with me the most out of any of the other moments in that movie. Like the throne room fight is awesome and I love it. I love the Haldo maneuver. I love the crate battle scene, which is just visually stunning. Uh, you know, but I think I think that moment with Leia is um, emotionally one of my favorite moments in that movie. So now I've word vomited. What about you, Adrian? No, once again, we are on the same wavelength, Kat. The moment Kylo ignites the saber and the camera pans back and we just see the saber has cut through him. And then once again, the saber flies and Bray catches it, the music swelling, and we just see Snoke's upper torso just going to plop. I remember very vividly saying out loud, what the hell is going on? That was the point in the movie where everything I thought I knew went out the window. Went out. <laughs> and I love this movie for doing that to me. I will never forget that that initial raw reaction of just com- pure mm-hmm. confusion, but loving it. Like, yes, yes. Yeah. I, I never liked Snoke. Snoke just seemed like a knockoff Palpatine to me in Force Awakens. And then just to see that happen and then realizing, oh, my God, Kylo is the new supreme leader oh my god <laughs> so yeah he's i if a moment makes you scream what the hell is going on or i have no idea what the hell's going on you know that's a memorable moment yeah especially because i i don't feel like star wars actually has many of those moments and exactly. not that it necessarily needs to have those moments because you know it's a fairy tale set in space like they're very you know, kind of defined things that come along with that. And we love it. And that's, you know, one of the things we love about Star Wars. But I think it's it's awesome that you can get, you know, the eighth movie in, a, you know, a saga of nine films. And you get to a moment where you're like, holy crap. Like, right. I did not see that coming, you know. <laughs> Completely surprised. <laughs> so... Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, going in, people knew that Luke was going to be in a dark place. So his whole leave me alone type of mentality wasn't surprising. It was it was a nice welcome change, I think, though, to what we all expected or wanted or I don't know. Well, yeah. depending <laughs> on who you are, people. Yeah, for some people. But for sure, that moment with Snoke, Snoke's demise, just it's a whole different level of surprise in a Star Wars movie up to this point. Like you're saying, the eighth movie in the ninth yeah. part story. Um, on an emotional level, yes, I've like just like you, I started weeping when Leia 
started using the force because verbatim what you said i thought no way they're actually gonna kill her ryan johnson said they did not change the movie yeah yes i remember that and so uh Yes, yeah. and so I think I remember thinking in the theater, like, oh my god, did they just kill her did in the they movie just because they could? Like- we had the same thought process there, Kat, because, like, <laughs> no way. Then we see her floating, and she looks like an angel floating in the vacuum of space, and then she starts using the fours, and then the theme plays, and then her theme plays. At that point, I'm weeping. I, I am straight yeah. up weeping. I'll, I'll admit it. I'm crying like a, like a baby, <laughs> like a happy Star Wars Jedi baby. And then I, I relax again, like, okay, she's not dead. They, they 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 didn't change the movie. That's that's good. That's really good. Then we have Luke being like the most Jedi Jedi that ever Jedi at the end of the movie. Yes, yeah, when that Kylo yeah. goes goes to him to stab him, and the blade just goes through. I'm like another surprise. Like whoa, I knew something was off, but what is this? Then we cut to him on the rock meditating. Another mm-hmm. mind blow. I'm like whoa. Yes. First you give me so snow, I, then you give me this, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then after all that, after the dust starts to settle, we see him in that one final beautiful moment with the twin sons, the wonderful force theme playing, and then he disappears. My heart shattered, but any movie that <laughs> makes me feel that strongly, that much emotion in a single moment. That's, I mean, that's, yeah, that's definitely also one of my favorite parts is Luke showing up on crate and he walks out to confront the first order you know what did you think i was gonna do take him on single-handedly with a laser sword right right um yeah and (laughs) and and i think when i watched it the first time like i think like intuitively i knew something was kind of funny there right but it totally wasn't until like Kylo stabs him through the chest and I was like whoa he's not there like they're the hints like they drop the visual clues that he's not actually there but like when I watched the movie for the first time I was so caught up in what was happening that that totally like you're just experiencing it right you're not analyzing yeah like for me for me he walks in right I'm like oh I guess he shaved and dyed his hair Okay, all right, yeah. you gotta, you're gonna clean yourself up. You've been on a well, yeah, island prep, for a couple years. Prep yeah. for battle, yeah. Sure, why not? <laughs> but then the biggest uh, point of confusion for me was the Skywalker saber. Like I saw mm, it hanging on his belt, and I'm yeah. like, wait, no, Ray, Ray and Kylo broke that. Why did he make a new one? Is this his redemption? Is it coming full circle? He made a new Skywalker saber. Like a lot of quick things went through my mind until I just decided to shut up, watch the movie. <laughs> but so that you're right. Ky- Kylo's feet are in the are in the salt. He's leaving marks all over the place. Luke isn't. Yeah. And then there's no actual interaction. There's no physical contact between between them in that whole little mm-hmm. exchange. So like you're saying, all the clues and hints were there. But I don't think anybody was expecting that. Yes. Yeah. It still felt like a big surprise um, when it was revealed that he was actually projecting himself. Um yeah. <laughs> That's a great scene too. Basically, we were talking back in our Phantom Menace podcast about how the last act of the Phantom Menace is like one of the best final acts in mm-hmm. Star Wars. And I kind of feel similarly about The Last Jedi. Like Absolutely. I love the third act of The Last Jedi. 
you know, I think people have some valid complaints about some of the stuff that happens, which we're not going to get into in this particular episode. But the last, the last acts, the last third of this movie from like the battle scene on the throne room scene on like really, really killer. Like it's all, you know, it's all, it's all good. So many good things. It's a stunning set piece. The white of the cells yes. and the red soil or the mineral underneath it. The the speeders going across it, the falcon mm-hmm. in the in the crystal cave underneath. Oh my god, that whole sequence is just yes. The whole, like you're saying, the whole third act is just beautiful in every aspect you can want and need. I think that's a good moment to pick out and be like, the Last Jedi is everything we love about Star Wars, but it's also flipped. So yeah. I, I would even go as far as to say that the Force Awakens and the Last Jedi are the are two sides of the same coin. One side, the familiar <laughs> and the warm and the nostalgia. The other side, the new, the edgy, the progressive. The, twist, the twisted, flip it, or flip it around, the mirror. <laughs> right. So it's, it's, a, it's a coin of why do we love Star Wars and both sides of it are right there. I, I mm-hmm. mean, I know other people think differently, but I think The Last Jedi is a wonderful continuation to everything set up in The Force Awakens. Once you watch them both, you're like, this is different from what I expected, but it makes sense. <laughs> this is not, not going, going to, to go, go the, the way, way you think. think. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> can't resist. I mean, you just can't help but love something that subverts. Yeah, I'm saying it subverts your expectations in such a cool, wonderful way. And I mean, like all Star Wars movies, there's a few areas with wonk in it. But I mean, for me, the Last Jedi is the best one since Empire Strikes Back. It's definitely. I remember coming out of the movie and being like, "Huh, this might be my favorite Star Wars movie." Nice. And I, it's still. I mean, I think you know. Yeah, in the grand scheme of things, is it my favorite? Eh, maybe not my favorite favorite, but it's definitely like top three. So, um, although I don't like ranking them because they're all my babies. So right, but like John anyway. said a couple episodes ago, <laughs> my favorite Star Wars is the one I'm watching. Yep. So. Yes, like there's still, I mean, I will be honest and say that watching The Last Jedi this past week was actually the first time I've watched The Last Jedi in a while because I've been, you know, honestly really tired of a lot of the back and forth that goes on on social media, even two years after this movie has come out. And frankly, you know, it's kind of like, ugh. well, I don't even want to, like, think about it because it's just exhausting. <laughs> um, so so I watched it, you know, to get to do my chronological rewatch and get ready for The Rise of Skywalker and recording these episodes. And it was nice to watch it again and be like, yes, I still really love this movie. And I don't care that there are a bunch of people out there that don't like it. Like, I still... It's still good. I still like it. I still think there's a lot that is really great about it. And and the fact that it does subvert some of what we know and turn that on its head. Well, throw it right back at your face. The Last Jedi yeah. is like the bravest <laughs> Star Wars movie and that it, it's, it, like it's a very meta approach, but it calls out the franchise and some of its hypocrisy. It calls out a lot of the in-universe aspects of the franchise as well as the uh, external, like the fandom side of things. Like, mm-hmm. if you know what you're looking for, you will find a lot going on in The Last Jedi. 
You you will yes. if you're open minded, you will find the purpose in Canto Bite. You will find the purpose in Poe and Haldo. You just gotta, you know, open yourself to it. Reach out with your feelings and be like, how <laughs> does this relate to the overall bigger story? The Force Awakens, like I said in our Force Awakens episode, the visual storytelling there is pretty good. And here it's it's still in full effect, just different. Ryan Johnson yeah. flavor, not a JJ flavor. Mm-hmm. But it's there. These two movies do not uh, hand feed you. We have to eat it ourselves, mm-hmm. so to speak. Yeah. Which is what I'm loving so much about the whole sequel trilogy and the whole Disney era. A lot of rich characters, a lot of rich universe expansion that feels real. It will be. It's going to be really interesting once the Rise of Skywalker comes out to kind of go back and look at the trilogy and speculate uh, where we may go from there. Um, just based on on what's happened in this trilogy. <laughs> so, Kat, how does The Last Jedi connect to The Rise of Skywalker? Uh, <laughs> this is, like, the hardest question. Um, I mean, I think... I think really what it comes down to, and almost I guess you could say this with The Force Awakens too, but you know, one of the biggest things in The Last Jedi was the connection between Rey and Kylo. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to come back to play in The Rise of Skywalker. So whatever you feel about Raylo, no Raylo, whatever, you want romantic, you don't really care, whatever. Um, there is a, There is a connection there. Like there are two... They're they're opposites. Powerful light, powerful dark ish, maybe. Um, so so they're they're intertwined for sure. You know, like we've seen that. So I can only imagine that 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 the two of them and their relationship is really probably going to be pivotal to bringing the Skywalker saga to a close. Right, right. There's a lot writing on Kylo Kylo's role in this next movie. Yes, yeah. So I think it was our last, not our last Jedi, our uh, Return of the Jedi episode, where I okay. mentioned Kylo's going to do something for Kylo. Mm-hmm. So not necessarily redemption or what have you, but just something for himself mm-hmm. that's going to have ramifications for like the overall struggle, right? Okay, yes. Just going to re- reiterate that. That here mm-hmm. to add on on top of that, right? Power, you mentioned it right now. Powerful, strong light, strong dark. When thinking about it in that context, a redemption doesn't make sense to me. That's not balance. But uh, for sure, this is going to be Kylo's movie. We're going to get full on no holding back Kylo, no no Luke Skywalker to mope about, no snow holding his leash. No, this is Kylo's movie. So that's what I'm. I, I, mean, I guess I should say that's what I'm looking forward to the most instead of connecting. Okay. I want to see what an off-the-chain Kylo Ren can do. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We definitely have different feelings on... We do. ...on how we think it's going to go. Um, so hopefully we can still be friends after the movie comes out. <laughs> Cat, we're Star Wars fans. Of course we can't. Of, <laughs> no, we'll just have to argue about it on social media. I'm going to call you stupid. You're going to call me stupid. And then we're just going to blow up from there and... You're a fake fan. (laughs) Us true fans really understand what this movie means, okay? (laughs) That about does it for The Last Jedi, people in the whole miniseries as as a whole. Uh, We hope you've been enjoying it. And uh, the next time you tune in to Forest Fan Podcast, we'll be talking about Star Wars The Rise (laughs) of Skywalker. 
It's Ooh, finally gosh. happening, peeps. Oh my gosh. Oof. Both exciting and bittersweet and yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And a new, and a new even, John Williams score too. And a new John Williams. God, I'm so excited for that. So excited. Oh, it's gonna be so much to talk about. And then after that, some more Mandalorian talk too. A yeah. lot, lot of Star Wars right now. To we're, we're blessed as Star Wars fans right now. Yes. So if you want to keep the conversation going, you have, have you, we know you have thoughts about The Last Jedi. So if you want to <laughs> let us know what those thoughts are, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Force Fan Podcast. And if you want to let me know why you love or hate The Last Jedi, you can do so on Twitter and Instagram at Blue Lab Pro. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cat Ray. And uh, yeah, so everyone have a wonderful opening night experience, uh, a Friday night experience. Our The Rise of Skywalker episode will probably be out sometime on Saturday. So plenty of time to get a viewing or two in. Uh, <laughs> or three. Or three. You know, we, you do you. We, we're going to get two at least. But yes, uh, <laughs> yeah, I bought I bought my second set of tickets before we started recording this. Yes. So I'm ready to go. Round All two, right. one and two. You hear that, John? It's not just going to be you this time, buddy. Double viewings before we <laughs> podcast about it. <laughs> Good stuff. So yeah, everyone just have fun. Great time to be a Star Wars fan right now. So uh, until then, uh, may the force be with you. This is the way. Oh. All right, folks, here we go. It's uh, it's our final rundown for uh, our mini episodes. This one is The Last Jedi, the polarizing film that has taken half of Star Wars's fan base and uh, made them get really loud and noisy <laughs> on social media. It's not even half. I think it's just this really vocal minority of people that really, really hated this film, and I don't know why. I think it's a... A cinematic masterpiece. It's fantastic. It takes everything Star Wars that we know and amplifies it. And it also kind of turns things on its head a little bit. It challenges the audience. And uh, it's one of my favorite movies, much less one of my favorite Star Wars movies. I just love this film. Um, there's, there's a lot of lessons to learn in this film. And learning from mistakes is definitely one of the biggest ones. And, uh, hey, that's a message I know I need to learn from time to time, for sure. Uh, some of my favorite things about this film, gosh, obviously, you know, seeing Yoda again, that always makes me a happy guy. All this time we had with Luke and uh, his connection with, with Kylo and, and, and Ray, teaching Ray, those are special moments for me. Also, I like to see Poe's growth in this film as well. His character kind of changes and evolves quite a bit throughout this and uh and Finn also um gets um uh, gets moments to shine it really it really takes those those new characters and gives them all a little push toward what I hope will be a a great big climax in uh, the rise of Skywalker which comes out this week I can't believe it super excited about it uh some certain ways that I think will uh this movie will tie in obviously with the characters coming over from this film to the next, obviously there's a lot of unresolved things, you know, with with Ray and with with Kylo and Ben Solo and um, and Finn and and Leia and gosh, I'm just super excited to see all the 
the twists and turns and, you know, Force Ghost Luke and all that fun stuff. Um, and uh, a certain uh, dark side character that has been heavily, heavily, heavily hinted at. I wonder, though, if it's a bait and switch. Hmm. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, super excited. We'll find out later this week. Uh, in terms of the movie, The uh, Last Jedi, yeah, I absolutely loved it. I give it two big thumbs up, and I can't wait to see the final chapter in this big film. As for me, uh, that's going to do it. I'm going to uh, go ahead and sign off, and in the uh, immortal words of uh, and, and in the honor of my good friends, Adrian and Cat Ray, may the force be with you.